Hello and welcome to Moving Iron Podcast. This edition of the Moving Iron Podcast is brought to you by these great sponsors. Axon started out of a passion for keeping agriculture moving. Imagine having 100 years of tire and wheel knowledge in your back pocket the next time you sell a piece of ag equipment. To find more or become an Axon dealer, please visit axontire.com. Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800-657-4910 for all your trucking needs. At Valley Transportation, our goal is to help you reach yours. No matter how you buy your ag equipment, whether it's from a dealer, an auction, or a private party, AgDirect can help you finance it. You can even apply online at agdirect.com. Learn more about your financing options at agdirect.com. TractorZoom has access to over $20 billion in heavy equipment sales data. TractorZoom's Iron Comps is the industry's trusted solution for transparent equipment values and auctionable pricing insights. This podcast is brought to you by Anvil AppWorks. The Dealer Connect CRMI app with integrated inventory management is an affordable Salesforce-based solution for your dealership. Create connected customer experience and transform how you work. Moving iron in the 21st century. Hardworking people working hard for you and me. Moving iron time and time again. Through the years you'll find us here. Moving iron. Hello and welcome to Moving Iron Podcast. Marcus with Sean Haggett. This edition of the Moving Iron Podcast is brought to you by Axon Tire, helping dealers move more iron for the past 100 years. For more information, go to axontire.com. If for all the loyal listeners of the Moving Iron Podcast, Axon Tire would like to give everyone a free Axon dust pad. If you'd like one of those, go to marketing at axontire.com and they will sure get you one in the mail. So make sure you tell them Moving Iron Podcast sent you and send that email to marketing at axontire.com. Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800-657-4910 for all your trucking needs at Valley Transportation. Our goal is to help you reach yours. No matter how you buy your ag equipment, whether it's from a dealer, an auction, or a private party, AgDirect can help you finance it. You can even apply online at agdirect.com. Learn more about your financing options at agdirect.com. TractorZoom has over $20 billion in heavy equipment sales data. TractorZoom's Iron Comps is the industry's trusted solution for transparent equipment values and auctionable pricing data. Auctionable pricing insights, sorry. This podcast is brought to you by Anvil AppWorks. Their Dealer Connect CRMI app with integrated inventory management is an affordable Salesforce-based solution for your dealership to create connected customer experience and transform how you work. Sean Hackett is with Hackett Financial out of Boca Raton, Florida, and he's nice enough to come on talk about what's happening in the marketplace. So Sean, how are you doing this morning, man? Pretty good. Pretty good. There's a uh, fair amount of stuff going on. We got some financial uh, some economy stuff that's popped up here of late. You know, we've got we talked about um, kind of energy and stuff last uh, on Tuesday and uh, what that looked like and and now we're we're kind of going off uh, like you talked about on some on some various weather things. Um, one thing I want to talk a little bit about just because of what's happening with it, where we see it headed, and you've talked about it, we've talked about it here um, back and forth, uh, uh, is cotton and, and what that looks like. So, Sean, as you take a look at that cotton market right now, what are your thoughts there? Well, I think it's limit down today. You know, it's yeah. a complete free fall. Um, most of the commodity markets are meltdown today because right. of the big, big surge in the dollar. Um, the concept that... Um, the market's now baking in the cake of three quarters basis point increase by the uh, Fed Reserve in their late September meeting. And obviously, 
you know, ongoing concerns about further China lockdowns. And it's just, it's just an illiquidity issue. And we're, we're, we're liquidity is drying up and, and that's continuing to bring the marginal player having to sell an over leveraged position. And today is just a classic day where, um, you know, the dollars just driving everybody out of it, almost, almost every market today. Mm-hmm. And um, so, you know, e- either this is the, near the end or, or it's the beginning of something much bigger, you know, um, uh, economically. And we have to just see how the pieces play out. And if the Federal Reserve actually is going to go ahead with this, a lot of times what happens is they say they're going to go ahead with something and then things start to get really bad and then they back away. It's just, but right now the market is, um, is, is definitely in a defensive mode across the board, whether it's stocks, commodities, and even real estate had its worst month last month in, um, in over yeah. a decade. So it's just, uh, it's just what happens when you take a leverage system and you pull liquidity out. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. So that, that's, uh, I'm glad you brought that up because I was to a podcast, uh, that very thing you're talking about, uh, single home housing starts are down like 18% year over year. Um, a lot of the stuff, a lot of the reaction that we're seeing in the marketplace is because of, of what Powell said at, um, at, at Jackson Hole when they were, was that last week or whenever that was, that, that, that he said that, you know, and there's a, uh, he was very, very hawkish in what he said. He was very upfront saying, we don't really care what happens to the economy right now. We're going to fight inflation first. And he didn't really say it like that, but I mean, that's kind of what he was alluding to, but <clears throat> not some. It, 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 it's about as strong. It's about as close to saying that as he'll ever get. Let's right. Put it that way. That's, yeah, yeah. Very much so, yeah. so that, you know, and, but, but the, the thing about this is, is that the price of the dollar is still, still as high as it is. And you look around the uh, overall economy, you, you know, you start looking at what's going on in Europe when, as far as fuel costs go. We're, we're feeling a little bit of relief over here, but you take a look at fuel costs in Europe, and that's that's a big driving factor for inflation in Europe. No question. And, you know, obviously, you know, we produce most of our own oil. Right. You know, Russia can't. And so um, that's a problem. And uh, it doesn't look like Russia is going to be their friend. Um, mm-hmm. But Russia wants, from what I understand, and I, I don't necessarily talk to Vladimir uh, Putin very often, but um, it appears that you know he wants the sanctions removed, and in return he'll give them energy. Mm-hmm. And so they have to make the decision: are they going to freeze their people to death, right. or are they going to work out some kind of a short-term deal to kick the can down the road? And I don't know what they're going to do, but um, it's going to be interesting. And but the, obviously the economic consequences of having people's just their heating bill double. From one year to the next, um, can't be good for the European economy. No, can't. You're going to see some struggles there. And on top of that, the amount of, of food they're going to have to export in and the costs associated with that. So there's a there's a big, a big. Uh, well, and, and it's, it's the reason why the dollar is rising so much sure. is because the dollar is essentially a reflection of the euro. And, and mm-hmm. if everyone wants to get out of the euro or everyone's bearish euro, I mean, you know, it it just it feeds on itself, right? And and it becomes a self fulfilling prophecy. Something has to happen to change people's view that you know Europe is going by the way of a third world country. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying it is or it isn't, but I mean the you know they, they have some pretty pretty uh, heavy headwinds ahead, mm-hmm. and uh, and the, and the market's trying to get out of dodge before those things come to a head. And uh, yep. something has to happen to change that view, and we haven't gotten that magic bullet yet to change things and so long as the dollar wants to go up a dollar a day uh that's gonna be tough 
for commodities to catch a bid, you know. That is that is true. All right, so John, you put out a uh, a special report every so often on uh, just what you see happening in milk and the dairy industry as a whole. Uh, it's been a little time talking about that. The price of uh, milk has, uh, for a long time, bounced around between twenty two and twenty five, and here of late, we're seeing some real pressure there between that eighteen and twenty dollar range right now. I see it trading around sixteen. I'm sorry, nineteen sixty one. Um, I guess. Talk a little bit about the dairy market right now and what you see happen, especially with the economic swings that we're seeing here in the U.S. Well, because of the, of the lockdowns in China, the Chinese demand has been way down. We've talked about this before. Sure. Um, and, of course, we're slowing down. I mean, mm-hmm. parts of the economy are, are okay and other parts are really slowing down. But certainly we're seeing some demand slowing down and dairy is always impacted by that. And so cheese is starting to build up. Um, in the U.S., uh, the, the government just came out a few days ago with a, a report that showed uh, you know some some unusually large cheese inventories for this time of the year. Um, and then, of course, we got word that China locked down another major city that has twenty five million people because of COVID, which you know kicks the can down a little further. But maybe when we're going to see demand come back, so so they're struggling with demand. Now, production continues to be pretty constrained Europe production. The European dairy industry is going into a crisis because of energy. You know, the processing plants can't operate profitably, so they're shutting down. Uh, the extreme heat we had has been terrible for the stress on the animals. There's no feed because of the terrible drought. But short-term, demand is catch- is getting the best of the market. And so, you know, we had a little bit of a rally, but now with this strong dollar and, and additional worries about the economy, again, we're, we're kind of putting ourselves into some kind of a retest of the lows here. And, um, uh, you know, it, the dairy needs China to come back online. And it, that, you know, it doesn't have to be today or tomorrow, but it, they need, China needs to show it's, it's going to be back being a large buyer. Um, and until we get that clear signal, it's going to be, a t- it's going to be tough for the dairy market to kind of get off the bottom here right now. Yep. All right. Um, there's been a lot of talk about ethanol and renewable diesel and the, and the amount of, uh, um, uh, over the last, so, you know, last year or so about uses of that and red smarts of the day where, where, uh, they were thinking renewable diesel had a opportunity to outpace, um, some other of its competitors out there, I guess. So looking at that ethanol and renewable, uh, energy marketplace, Sean, what are your thoughts there? At the end of the day, um, even though renewable fuels are strongly uh, supported and subsidized by governments around the world, at the end of the day, it still has to be economical um, or else the demand for that product is going to go down. And so, uh, you know, crude oil has fallen from 125 down, I guess, 85 or 86, whatever it is today. You know, and I don't think it can fall much further. Uh, than here, Casey. I mean, if we've dropped down to 65, we're going to see some demand destruction in the uh, global renewable f- fuels industry. It's mm-hmm. going to make it not profitable, especially um, you know with the high cost of increase of production we've seen over the last year. So I think um, you know um, we have to be careful short term with projecting out too much demand because um, you know crude oil. And energy prices are very important to that equation. And right now, you know, we're at a point where the market, the crude oil market, you know, I'm not a big chartist and all, but you look at 85 as support. I mean, it's one of those things. If you break 85, a whole nother sell, uh, cascade of selling were to take place, 
you know, you could quickly get yourselves into a, you know, a further decline here. So right. I'd be a little cautious um, short term. Um, I certainly would like to see uh, this $85 area defended on crude and, and show some, some, some signs of turning up uh, to alleviate, you know, my fear that maybe some of the demand we have baked into the balance sheets may be able, a little bit too over optimistic right now. Right on. Okay. All right, man. Well, Sean, I know you got to, you got to get on another call here, so I don't want to keep you too long, but if folks want to reach out to you and get more information about what it is you're doing up there at, at Hackett Financial, what's the best way to do that? Uh, our website is Hackett, H-A-C-K-E-T-T, advisors.com. We have lots of information on our weather algorithm, capital flows algorithm, and other tools that we use to make our forecast to see if what we do could be a value to your listeners. Right on. I'm Casey Seymour with Moving Iron Podcast. Make sure to check me out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, if you're interested in uh, getting more information about that, go to movingironllc.com on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Go to movingironllc.com for everything Moving Iron related and uh, check out the Moving Iron Podcast on LinkedIn at Moving Iron Podcast and the video version of this at YouTube uh, moving on our podcast on the YouTube channel there. So um, with that, I'm Casey Seymour, Sean Hackett. We smart folks. Out. Axon started out of a passion for keeping agriculture moving. Imagine having 100 years of tire and wheel knowledge in your back pocket the next time you sell a piece of ag equipment. To find more or become an Axon dealer, please visit axontire.com. Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800 800- 657-4910 for all your trucking needs. At Valley Transportation, our goal is to help you reach yours. No matter how you buy your ag equipment, whether it's from a dealer, an auction, or a private party, AgDirect can help you finance it. You can even apply online at agdirect.com. Learn more about your financing options at agdirect.com. TractorZoom has access to over $20 billion in heavy equipment sales data. TractorZoom's Iron Comps is the industry's trusted solution for transparent equipment values and auctionable pricing insights. This podcast is brought to you by Anvil AppWorks. The Dealer Connect CRMI app with integrated inventory management is an affordable Salesforce-based solution for your dealership. Create connected customer experience and transform how you work. Moving iron in the 21st century.